Hello and welcome to our podcast with general information on a UK worker sponsor license. I'm Rebecca Hone, an immigration associate here at Clark's Legal. I am joined by Monica. Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast. Monica is a paralegal in our immigration team and she will be touching on um, some of the post-Brexit implications on the UK's immigration system. As you may already know, the UK government has strict regulations regarding the immigration of migrant workers to the UK. This means that in most cases, businesses who are registered and trading in the UK must have a worker sponsor license in place before employing non-settled workers who do not hold a visa allowing them to work. For businesses, it is essential to understand that not all migrant workers need sponsorship to work in the UK. This is because some of them may already have lawful status under another immigration category which already allows them to work for you. However, for most migrant workers who want to come to the UK to work, they must be sponsored. This means they should have a job offer from a company with a worker sponsor license already in place. Monica, could you expand more on what a sponsor license is and how to obtain it? Sure, Rebecca. A sponsor license is a formal permission granted by the Home Office, which allows a business to sponsor a migrant worker's employment. A sponsor license is valid for four years, during which time it can be revoked by the Home Office if the sponsor does not remain compliant with its sponsor duties. There's quite a lot of information and documents required in support of a license application, and there's zero room for error or omission. Rebecca, could you please elaborate on the documents required in support of a sponsor license application? Sure, Monica. The documents required for a sponsor license application vary depending on the type of business. Generally speaking, there are four mandatory documents, which will vary depending on the size of the business and the type of the business. For example, a startup may need to show less documents, but may end up with more scrutiny at both the pre-license application stage and the post-license stage once the license has been granted. In addition to the documents prescribed by the Home Office, checks will be conducted to verify that the organization and its key personnel are honest, dependable, and reliable. In addition to background checks on the company and the key personnel, the Home Office will make cross-checks with other government organizations such as with HMRC. Monica, over to you to discuss why it is so important for UK businesses to have a worker sponsor license, even if at present they don't see the need to have one. So uh, Brexit has led to a shortage of labor in the UK. The UK's departure from the EU led to an increase in immigration from non-EU countries but not enough to compensate for the loss of workers from neighboring EU countries. The post-Brexit point-based system has made it more difficult for those without qualification to move to the UK to work. 
In addition to that, most EU countries were not familiar and are still not familiar with this kind of system and the cost and commitments involved with it. What has resulted is a new pool of sponsor entering the world of sponsorship who, prior to Brexit, did not need a sponsor license to employ migrant workers, as the majority of their workforce were EU nationals covered by free movement. In addition to this, the Home Office sponsorship and visa application fees are onerous, leaving businesses hesitant to sponsor workers in the fear that those sponsored workers might leave their company once they're in the UK and switch to a different sponsor, which is something that we see happen quite often. We advise our clients on how to incorporate clawback clauses into their sponsored workers' employment contracts, which reduces the likelihood of sponsored workers obtaining new sponsorship once in the UK, as these clauses stipulate that if they leave within a certain amount of time, they will have to pay back all of the visa fees outlaid by the sponsor. There is one last point I would like to touch on before finishing. The introduction of the Global Business Mobility, also known as GBM route, now permits a non-sponsored individual to come to the UK on a UK expansion worker visa for the sole purpose of setting up a UK branch of the overseas business which has not yet started trading in the UK. This relatively new business immigration category is encouraging overseas businesses to establish a UK presence, which beforehand was very difficult to do. Thank you everyone for listening to our Sponsor License podcast, which we hope you found to be informative. If you have any further questions, please get in touch with us and we will discuss this further.